Hey guys, so I'm back with a sit down video. I wanted to make sure that I was sit down and able to totally focus on what I was saying to you that I didn't miss anything and wasn't distracted. I'm glad that I waited because I've been able to like speak out everything that I wanted to say and even did some journaling this morning and um, even did a 45 minute video of this that did not, it's not worked out. I've deleted it. Um, so. I think I've been able to express and get out everything that I've had to say so that I can come back to you in a concise way because I didn't want to be before you too long. If you are somebody who has ever struggled with feeling like you've been left on the shelf, like you've been waiting for, you know, change to happen, for seasons to change, that things are just not getting better, like you feel, you see the vision and you feel it and you're like, I know that there's a shift, something is about to happen, but I don't know when and it feels like I've been waiting for a hot minute. This is for you. This is an encouraging word for you. So before I get into it, I wanted to tell you about the analogy that I had about that. So I am getting into popcorn um, on the stove, popping popcorn on the stove. Um, I have these kernels here, but before you put the kernels in the oil, you take three kernels and put it in the oil while it's still cold and let it heat up. Once those three kernels pop, then you know that the oil is hot enough to add the remainder kernels inside the pot. And then you, yes, you shake a little bit here and there and then to coat the kernels and then um, they will start to pop. So what I got out of that, I was on a walk yesterday um, and I, you know, just talking to God about like, I know I'm in the suddenly season that I feel like something is about to shift. Something is about to change and I'm so excited about it, but like I need help about how to go with waiting well and having patience for it to come because, you know, something happens, you, uh, a new turn of events happen, an opportunity comes about and it's like, okay, this is it. And then you don't hear anything. And then another opportunity comes again, this is it. And then nothing happens. So like, how do I wait well while I am in my suddenly season? So I, God gave me the analogy of the popcorn and I realized that I am like the kernel and you might be too. So you're sitting on the shelf as a kernel in, in the bag and you're just waiting and waiting. And then the person comes, they pour out and you're like, oh, this could be my turn now because you know, kernels are going to everybody go ahead of you. But then you realize, oh, I didn't get poured out. It's yet my time yet. So then you're waiting and then finally it's your turn you get poured out and then you get specially selected they take the three kernels out they put it in the pot and you're like okay all right now we are in a new season we're in a new atmosphere all right let's go we are at it and you're waiting you get shaked up a little bit and you're like okay okay and then the heat starts to come you're like okay it's a little bit uncomfortable but i can still handle this i'm still believing god for it I, i'm still i still know what he said his promises are yes and amen i got it i'm good and then it starts getting real hot and real uncomfortable. And then you realize, uh, I no, get me out of here. I'm not for this. I am not here for it. Get me out now. Where is God? Hello, get me out. It's too hot. This is not what I expected. And if you will just wait long enough, <laughs> you're not going to be burned. The heat will get hot enough on the oil to the point where you will begin to expand and then suddenly you popped. You are a popped corn. 
and you are in your glory. No, you're no longer this little bite-sized kernel. All of a sudden, you have like quadrupled, um, you know, expanded in size, and you're bigger than what you started out with. The little kernel that sat on the shelf waiting to get into its new environment, into its new space, then got into that new space, felt the pressure, felt the heat, wanted to jump out. It stayed long enough, and then it was able to, poo, pop, and become everything that it was purposed to be. So what I see, what I saw in myself is that bringing it to real life, for the past few years, I have noticed myself when September comes around, I could be doing good all year, like, yeah, faith, have some setbacks, but I'm going to push back. I'm going to do what I got to do. And then I get to like September and it feels like I'm in like having labor pains and it's just overwhelming and life is just hard. And it's just like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I thought I saw what I saw, but I guess I didn't. Maybe I heard God wrong. I'm just going to take a break. I'm just going to stop. And I jump out the pot, the <laughs> jump out the pot. I jump out the pot. And what God showed me was like, I have to stop jumping out the pot. I got to stop trying to escape every time things get difficult. Every time I thought something was going to happen and it didn't quite happen how I expected it. I got to stop doing that. And there are a lot of you who are also doing that as well. You get into this new season and praying and praying and fasting and believing. And finally you get into this new space and you're like, okay, now I could be who it is that I've seen who God has called me to be. And then when things start getting uncomfortable, you're like, okay, uh, but I could push through this. But then when it gets like really, really hard, you're just like, uh-uh, get me out, 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 get me out, out. And before you know it, you're out the pot, you're out of the experience, and you've missed it. I was reading in my um, journal, and I'm going to get to the scripture that led me to this whole thing. But I was reading in my journal back in April of 2022, and it was a sermon notes from While I'm Waiting. It was from Pastor Stephanie Ike, and I'll make sure to put the link in the description bar. But she was talking about waiting well and how there are different, you know, parts of waiting. There is um, pruning, there is repent, uh, preparation, and there is position. And one of the things that she said was about the process. And the question was, God, what do I do while I wait? It's simple. Submit to the process. Submit to the process of getting pots and <laughs> becoming a popcorn. Waiting seasons are markers of turning points in our lives. The thing you're waiting on is closer than you think, but your rejection of the process is pushing your pushing back the timeline. So there's a process for everything, but you pushing back on like how it has to happen and how easy it has to be is pushing back the timeline. And she was also saying was that, you know, you know, these visions and these things that we have, these desires that we have in our heart, like they're not coincidence. It's something that God has already placed in us. It's things that we have already agreed upon to do with God before time. And that, you know, once we, you know, once we become human and we're here, we may forget or not even realize like how all of that plays. But it's not like it's something that's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Like the kernel was destined to become a popcorn. The kernel was destined to plant and become, you know, another corn, you know, stock. The kernel was destined to like develop on the corn cob and be, you know, become a corn cob. Like we all have like, we all start out the same, but we have different purposes and, and things. And God um, doesn't take that away from that. Like that, that stays with us. 
whether we remember or whether we realize it or not, it stays with us. But if we don't commit to the process and stay with the process and every time things get difficult, we want to jump out or things don't look like it's turning out or it's taking longer than expected, we want to jump out the pot, then we're going to miss out on what it is that God has destined for us, the greatness. And so the scripture that has been on my heart the last couple of days and that has led me to, you know, this whole analogy and everything was from Jeremiah 29 and the verses from 5 to 7. And I'm going to read the scripture for you really quickly. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply, do not dwindle away, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. And so what the scripture, and that was the New Living Translation version, what it's talking about is that Israel had acted up again, and God was like, you're not doing what else you're supposed to do, so I'm going to exile you onto Babylon. And Babylon was like this, like, not nice place that you want it to be. <laughs> it was the complete opposite of where they were. It was not comfortable. It was not familiar. Like there was nothing to want in Babylon. Like you don't want to be there. But God exiled them because they had to learn a lesson. And I didn't read the whole thing, but I know like, you know, God will separate us and move us to different things because he needs to either purge us or he needs to prune us or he needs to prepare us. There are certain things that can happen in certain seasons. Like if you plant certain plants or um, herbs or fruits or vegetables in certain seasons that they will be able to produce that if you plant them in a different season that it wouldn't be able to. So, you know, God has to move us and shift us for different reasons. But for this particular reason, he had exiled them to Babylon and he was telling them like, it's like giving them hope. Like you're not going to be here forever. I'm moving you over here for a time being. But while you're here in this place that you don't want to be at, I want you to build homes and plan to stay. I want you to plant gardens and eat the food they produce. What I got out of that is that while you are waiting, look for some stability and have expectation and know that God is going to provide for you in that season. It, you may want to be like, I just want to get out of this. No, like see, where can you have stability? Where can there be stability? Where can you plant and sow seeds and expectation of God to still provide even though you're in a place where you're not comfortable, even if you're in a place where you don't want to be, even if you're in a place that doesn't look or match up to the vision that God has given you. And then verse six, marry and have children and find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. Multiply, do not dwindle. What I got out of that is like find love, embrace love, embrace community. When when he's saying like multiply and having many grandchildren, that's community to me. So jump into community. Don't become isolated find love, be, embrace love. Um, it could be romantic. It could be platonic. It could just be finding the love of God, the love of people around you who want to support you, who wants to help you multiply on your vision, on your dream. Um, and, you know, don't stay stagnant. That's like the biggest thing I'm getting. Like, don't stay stagnant. Still have, you know, be patient, wait well, but still have purpose while you're waiting. Still have purpose while you're waiting. Still have purpose while you're waiting. Do not just sit still and wait. Be actively waiting. Active faith, active hope, and then you will see God move. And then the last verse, verse 7, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. And I have in brackets, focus on peace. Pray to the Lord for it, 
for its welfare will determine your welfare. And what I got out of it is that they will do well because you prayed and you will all benefit from it. So I think about it for like my stay at home mom. Your, the husband is out there, he's working and he's gone and he's doing his thing. And instead of you being like, oh, well, this is me. Oh, must be nice. You out there, you get to be around other people. You get to connect. You get to like not have to worry about the home and the kids and blah, 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 blah. And here I am working on the household. You know, just a little transparency. I know a lot of you house moms can understand. So if you're a housewife <laughs> or a homemaker, I'm sure at some point you have experienced it. So this is for you. You can relate to this. Um, and you just feel like, oh, this is not fair. But if you are praying for your husband to continue to do well, if you pray for your husband's mental health, for his spiritual health, for his business, for his job to continue to do well, if he is able to do well, then you are able to be blessed by it. Okay. He won't be the only one benefiting from it. You get to benefit from it as well because he will come home and be in a better mood. He will be more motivated. He, if he is doing well at the company, if his business is doing well, that means more money that can come into the house that you can take care of the things that you need. Like be encouraged. A little side note, when I was having those thoughts um, recently, God checked me and was like, oh, but must be nice that you get to stay home. Must be nice that you get to take care of your household. Must be nice that you don't have to pay somebody to come in and, and do the shopping or, or you know do the cleaning. Like you get to have a hands-on experience and you get to have control over how to take care of your household. Must be nice that you get to run a business and still pursue your dreams. Like you may not have everything that you want, but you have everything you need in this moment. Hmm, must be nice. And what, that got checked me. I was like, mm, okay. Okay. Yes, it is nice. <laughs> it is nice. And I'm going to stop hating on him about, oh, must be nice. Whenever that must be nice for him, it's also a must be nice for me. I get to benefit from it. So I am praying for you, babe. I am praying that you do well, that your side businesses go well, that what you do at work um, everything that you do, that, that everything that you touch, that your hands will, um, everything that you touch with your hands will be blessed. Every idea, every, every, every person that you come in contact with will be blessed because of your presence, because of you, because of the favor of God that is within you. And I know in turn that what, um, God does to you, through you, for you, that it in turn comes back and blesses our household. So that's my two cents with that. But coming back <laughs> so yeah pray for your environment everybody that is attached to you like you don't want to be the only one that's doing well and you know i'm i'm good i got what i need i don't know about the rest of y'all oh i'm so sorry like you need to be praying for everybody who is connected to you because you just never know how whatever they're going through whatever opportunities that they get whatever um you know, yeah, opportunities or things that they come across that could actually turn around and become a blessing for you. If they are doing well, you get to do well also. This is for all of us. We all get to do well. So what I got out of all of that scripture is while you are waiting, this is how you wait with patience and on purpose, that you find stability. What can I, what can I put my feet into? I'm not in a place that I like, but what can I put my feet into? What can I put my hands on? What can I do with what I have in front of me with my hands? How can I start now? How can I create stability? 
And how can I plant with expectation, knowing that God is going to provide in this season, even if it looks crazy, he is still going to provide. How can I um, embrace love and community and um, be a part of something bigger than myself? How can I not um, stay stagnant? What can I put my hands to? What can I do that is good for my soul and that brings glory to God and that can maybe eventually lead me to where it is that I'm supposed to be? And how can I um, work for the peace and the prosperity? When I think of peace and prosperity, I don't just think about money like, oh, I'm going to get prosperity, money, money, money. I'm thinking like you could be prosperous in your peace you can be prosperous in your joy in love prosperous in your marriage as a mother there are so many different things that we can be rich and prosperous in one of my favorite things to say now is i um, for somebody's birthday especially i pray that this is your richest year yet that you are rich in love that you are rich in joy that you are rich in peace that you are rich in happiness and that you are rich in prosperity in money whatever it is financially whatever it is that you are rich in all of these things may you be may this be your richest year yet so i'm praying for you that as you are waiting in this season that you keep all of those things in mind that even if you're sitting on the shelf waiting <laughs> to be taken off and move into a new environment that even once you move into that environment that you will still um not lose hope and not get discouraged and not get too ready and jumpy to like jump out when things start getting difficult and don't look like the way that you expected it that you will still be encouraged because if you stay in it know that you will pop and it's going to be popping on and popping <laughs> on and popping before you know it suddenly it seems like it will you waiting forever and then suddenly you pop Suddenly, the opportunity comes. Suddenly, you're in that new season. Suddenly, you're in that new job. Suddenly, you got that new man. Suddenly, your kids are acting right. Suddenly, everything that you've been hoping and praying and believing God for, suddenly, it is here. One exercise I want to give you to do that I started on myself, and that was today, and like you can actually see it, is that I have written down all the areas that I could think of that have been feeling like if this is hot and this is pressure and I don't know if I like the season or I don't know if I can really handle or if I have what it takes to continue in these different areas of my life. What I did was I wrote each one down and I left space in between so that I could then write down what are the perks that I have while waiting in this season. So I have being a ministry wife, motherhood, parenting because motherhood and parenting are two different things business owner artist and influencer in all of these categories that I feel like I don't know if I have what it takes I don't know if I like the season I wish that we could move on to something else I wish that um things were easier or that I had everything that I wanted instead of like thinking and focusing on like what I don't have focusing on what I do have and the perks of being in that season in these different categories in the current season that I'm in. And I'm going to reflect on it. That is taking gratitude, the heart of gratitude to the next level. Not just this thing, oh, I'm grateful for this and that and the third, but like categorizing like, okay, these are the different areas where I'm constantly or frequently having challenges in. And this is the perks that I have in these areas. Let me focus on that. You know, life has a balance of highs and lows. You will not have all highs and no lows. You will not have all lows and no highs. If you pay attention, you can see where I could be doing so well in this, that, and the third area, but down here, oh, we ain't doing so well. We need to work on that. And I'm not saying to not 
focus on the negative and the bad things that's going on in your life because if there are you know hard things and difficult things and bad things that are happening in your life that is your um that is for you to pay attention to like okay that needs my attention to address let me see what i can do about that how i can fix that what do i need to be praying about what do i need to switch up about myself what do, what needs to shift or change in order to better that and then for the highs you can you don't need to be so focused on oh this is all that's going on that's great that you ignore all that's not going so good be able to see them both at the same time and work them together whatever is difficult find the perks whatever is great also be thankful for it but also pay attention to what you need to fix so that it can come up i hope this encourages you if you enjoyed this please give it a thumbs up please subscribe if you found this interesting or helpful for you let me know in the comments how this blessed you and also if you're listening to this on the podcast give us a follow share this on your instagram or facebook stories let somebody else know who needs to be reminded that don't jump out the pot stay in there god is watching the pot the whole time He's watching it and he's not going to let you burn. He is waiting for you to reach your full potential. Stay in the pot. See you later. Bye.